Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And don't forget you can also text us at 87870. We're celebrating 30 years of the 5 to 7 Outdoors with Donna Buke Radio Network. My daughter, Cherie, who was back with me in those days doing duty on the telephones is with us. Did you like my version of Margaritaville? Wasn't that lovely the way I sang that song? Yes, but I think in the long run you made the right decision. And to that stay was in to radio stick with, yeah, broadcast radio. <laughs> well, we're going to get back to some of the comments. I'm going to let you hear from the listeners who some of them bought into it and some of them didn't, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But first I want to introduce someone who made a trip here, Sarah Giles. And who's your boyfriend, Sarah? David. David? David. All right, now we got two generations of outdoor show listeners here, right, David? When did you start listening? It, it must have been when you first came on because uh, I would uh, drive my flatboat down to Port Sulphur and you were the best thing on at 5 in the morning, but you didn't have a One lot much of competition. competition. Yeah, you didn't have much competition. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I've, I've got to uh, gig you for not uh, talking to my marina, because that guy wouldn't talk to anybody. But I got sufficient <laughs> reports from every place but where I was going, but it was close enough and it was good listening. <laughs> oh, great, David. And you introduced Sarah, your daughter, to it. Yes. Sarah... Uh, I started taking her, and then I started taking her out in the kayak, and she can't get enough of it, so that's what she does. Sarah Giles, and, and wow, what an accomplished fisher person you are at a very young age. I see the pictures. You travel all over the country, and you catch some pretty impressive fish, and you're known as one of the salty chicks. Tell us about the salty chicks. I am. Um, the salty chicks are a group of women that kayak fish together. Um, it kind of started, we were all just, fish on our own and we said hey why don't we all fish together um and so there's i guess about seven of us and um we do all kinds of fishing some fish with artificial um i fly fish and it's just it's a good time getting a, a good group of women together who who really just love the fishing are y'all gonna let martha spencer join this group or you still got the ban on her What's the deal? <laughs> no we loved uh, fishing with martha she's awesome she's she's welcome to join us anytime the salty chicks are a uh, they're open to anyone. We, we love getting more women out on the water. Martha is the real deal, as you are. You know, oh, you really, you. you guys do a great job of fishing, and we've shot a Bayou Wild feature. Hopefully we'll maybe shoot another one with you guys, and people can see it on television. Right. That was, that was a good time. Um, the fishing was rough that day, but uh, it, was, it was great to be on that show and meet Martha and um, hopefully share a story. Is kayak fishing your favorite way? Um, kayak fishing is my favorite way. So like my dad said, we had the flat boat, but then we switched to kayaks because you just, you get so close to the fish and if you get a good redfish hooked on, you go on a Cajun sleigh ride and they pull you all over and you just, you can't beat it. Which brings us to ride the bull coming up at the end of the month. Are you going to be fishing that one? Right. I do fish ride the bull. Um, it's, it's a good time. It's, uh, there's 800 kayaks out there most years. Maybe more than that. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's pretty crazy, but it's, it's a really good time down in Grand Isle. Well, come see me because we're going to be broadcasting right there at Bridgeside Marina that morning. Oh, definitely. And then I'm, they're going to put me to work after that, going out and maybe rescuing people or fish or whatever <laughs> it is that's out there. What's the biggest redfish you caught so far in a kayak? Um, on my fly rod? Either way, fly or like casting. Uh, about 32 inches. Uh, that's a biggie. Mm-hmm. That's a big pull one. pull you around pretty good. 
of all the fishing you've done, what's your favorite trip and fish that you caught? Um, we just got back from fly fishing in Patagonia, and that was... Um, Patagonia? Yeah, that was pretty fun. And what was that like? What kind of fish were you fishing for? There were uh, brown trout the size of bull reds. <laughs> Whoa. Hitting, hitting on uh, dry flies on the top. And Incredible. And very clear waters. It's a, it's a beautiful place. Well, Sarah, you will enjoy Alaska. I can tell you're the kind of person that would really get into it over there. Yeah, I can I can see that. All right, so when did you start listening to the show? When he made you? When it was the only <laughs> thing on the air, driving to Port Sulphur? Was that what you... Pretty much. I mean, I was I was so young, I, I don't think I remember exactly what you were saying, but I just remember it adding to the excitement of the morning. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going fishing, and we're talking fishing, and... It just added to the whole the whole experience and really just made me love it and want to get up that early. Especially if you could get my dad out of bed that early, that's really saying something because he is not a morning person. <laughs> well, he's person. one of those late-time fishermen. Huh? Yeah. Well, congratulations on all your accomplishments and those still to come. And thanks for being a listener, both of you, two generations. Thank and you. Uh, maybe we'll get a third generation going. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and look forward to seeing the salty chicks on Bayou Wild TV. Right. Thank you. Thanks for coming by. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right. David and Sarah Giles. Uh, that's a typical, is that our typical listener, you think? Oh, or the exceptional listeners? No, I think that's the typical listeners. I think everybody's looking for interesting information that they need to get out on the water, but they're also looking for a good time, you know. Well, look, I see my favorite four-year-old is here. Come on over here, Dean. This is quite a surprise right here. Hey, Dean, you got up early to come see us? Hey, Dean. Yeah, <laughs> He's not so very chatty, huh? Not early. <laughs> oh, I see a smile now. <laughs> Dean is the son of Chris Lecoq, our cameraman, editor for Bayou Wild TV. Chris, you got over here early this morning. What's going on? Oh, we're just coming celebrate. Celebrating 30 years. <laughs> there you I go. I woke Dean up and said, hey, we got to go somewhere special. So, Did Gary Rispone follow you? No, he didn't. He's in Grand Isle. Did he hear about Oh, he didn't hear. Oh, that's why he's oh, not here. I knew he heard you about the free breakfast. <laughs> Dean, we uh, Chris, we were talking about season three, the preview show that's running right now. What are some of the things people are going to see on Bayou Wild this coming month? Got a lot of new features we shot. Yeah, we've been working working hard, uh, following some pretty interesting stories and adventures over the last few months, and I think everybody's going to enjoy it. We've met some pretty amazing people. We've done some pretty unique things. So all you got to do is BayouWildTV.com and find out where to, where to watch us. So, Dean, uh, you want to break the big news on radio about what you're going to become pretty soon? What, you, what will you tell You're going to be a big brother. Oh, congratulations, Dean. You're going to teach him how to fish like you do and catch frogs? <laughs> they shake their head on the radio. He's a TV guy. Excuse me. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for yeah, coming no by. Don't forget to sign our little. Uh, oh, he already wrote his name sideways. Oh, CLT. great, great. What an honor, Dean. Thank you, Dean. Thanks for coming by, big guy. We appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a break here and we come back. Uh, the better half of the Gallo family is here. She doesn't want to talk. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we're going to take this break. We're going to talk to Ronnie Grice. Rick Attardi, come on over here, Rick. He's a Lacombe resident. He's a local guy. We're going to talk to him, and uh, we've got some text messages coming in, 87870, 
And uh, we'll check the phone line if you want to call us. It's 504-260-6368. You're listening to More Outdoors as we celebrate 30 years of On the Air with Outdoor Talk. Coming back after this. And we got another longtime listener, Rick Cattardi. We're going to be talking to Rick. He's a local guy here from Lacombe. But I wanted to catch up on, uh, you know, y'all heard me sing my version of Margaritaville. And I told the audience I was faced with a tough decision whether to stay in radio or go on to Nashville and become a recording star. This was way back in 1994. And here are some of the reactions from the listeners. First, we're going to hear from Stacy, who was one of our callers. 0745, bite please. No, this is serious business, Stacy. Don, you love what you're doing right now. Yeah, but you heard that song. Couldn't you just sense the enthusiasm in my voice singing that recording? Oh, yes, you get enthused in everything you do, but I think you better stick with what you're doing. Well, if that's your opinion, I'll accept it, and uh, I'll put that down. I'm, I'm not totally sold on doing this. You know, it's a little scary. Picking up the family and moving up to Tennessee and things like that, you know. And you never stop anybody from improving themselves, but it's in your blood. And what you're doing right now, you love to do. You go up there, your personality's going to change, and we don't want that. We want you to stay. Well, I want you to stay. Well, I appreciate that, Stacy, And I will, I'll make a decision before the end of this show. And, of course, you got the money to consider, too. You know, recording artists, you know, they make a lot of money. But they also have a lot more headaches than what you've got now. Oh, uh, you heard my answer machine. Now, who could have more headaches than that? You, Maybe you. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. But, I mean, I do miss it and all and everything, but I needed my time away. And I'm going to get back involved in, in fishing. I can't get far away from it, and I don't think you can get far away from what you do either. Well, we'll see about that. Stacy, thanks for your call. See you, sir. Bye-bye. All right, that's Stacy Forrest, a well-known, uh, well, tournament director, and uh, among many other things, and just a all-around love to be around fishing type person. Let's see, give us a call if you got an opinion. See what we're going to do this morning. I don't have any outdoor trivia questions. I was so excited about this recording, I just didn't have time to think of one. So what we'll do, everybody who calls this morning, everybody that calls, I'm going to send you a Budweiser official 1994 stick-on fisherman's ruler, free, and then we'll have a drawing, and uh, we'll give someone a fishing cap, a team string super tough fishing line navy blue fishing cap from dupont uh for the lucky draw winner so i know it's going to be tough the phones are absolutely jammed but try to get your call in uh 499-1033 all right that was stacy now we're going to hear from beverly this is 0756 we were asking people to help me make a decision should i go to nashville and become a recording star after recording a, a, a really resounding rendition of margaritaville or do we uh, stick around and do radio? Here's what Beverly thought. You're listening to Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Now, back to Don. Nibbling on the sponge cake. Watching the sun bake. All of the tourists covered with oil. They're going crazy. See, see, I can really get into that applause stuff. You know, that's another thing that you got to think about when you're in the recording business like that. If you think I should leave this job, this outdoor writing and television and radio broadcasting, give me a call and let me know. Give me some advice. I'm, I'm torn between two careers here. 499-1033, Starfish on our Bell South Ability free call line. Let's go to Beverly and Baker. Good morning, Beverly. What's on your mind? Good morning. Uh, well, I was listening to the song... 
And maybe you were singing the wrong song. You think so? If the guy is a professional and he thinks you've got potential, I would rather try it. I guess that's all Beverly had to say. You're trying to be nice, Beverly. You're trying to put this very nicely. I'll tell you what, my first impression was you were flat. Flat? Come on, that wasn't that bad. came over flat. Maybe I didn't hear it well enough, but Mm -hmm. you sounded a little bit flat. Well, do you listen to much music? Yes, I do. Okay, and so you're coming from, you know where you're coming from then, huh? Yeah, right now. Well, that's, that's about... Some of these people don't want to get on the air. I guess that's about four or five to, to zero. Nobody so far has really encouraged me to do it. So, But I would say that if this guy was a professional and he thinks you have potential mm-hmm. and he wants you to go, if he was a professional and does see potential in you, then I would say try it. Mm-hmm. But you better have a lot of money before you go up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that advice, Beverly. We're going to put your name in a hat for our hat, okay, and we're also going to. S- know we would miss you. Oh well, yeah. Well, Actually, I miss you guys I don't too. Want you to go. Oh, I know that, and yeah. I would miss. I would miss doing this, but you know, when opportunity knocks, sometimes you got to answer. You know. Got to. Because, yeah. Well, you know, you wonder years later uh, what would have happened if you had tried it. Yeah. Well, thanks for your opinion this morning. We're going to send you one of those stick-on rulers and put your name in our hat for the the Australian Super Tough Team Fishing Cap. Thank you. Thank you, Beverly. You know, Sheree, uh, Beverly had a point there. All those years later, you kind of wonder what might have happened. You know, maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I should have went ahead with that singing. What do you think? Um, I think you made the the right decision. We had uh, somebody who said in and said, just curious, was the guy who was making you the offer of a singing career also offering to sell you a bridge? So... (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's hear from one more, and then we're going to get to Rick. Uh, Ruben had a comment. Ruben is on 0746. This was his comment when he heard my rendition of Margaritaville and my conundrum. Do I go to Nashville and give up radio or stick with it? Here's Ruben. Oh, man, what a a letdown that was. Who threw that in there? Please, please, folks. Give us a call if you got an opinion. I've got to make a decision here, and I've only got about 18 minutes to do it. I, I, when I first started, when people first heard my recording, they, they were kind of negative about me leaving, but now I'm starting to get a little bit more positive response. I've got some people that want to get in there right behind me and go to work with me and leave their jobs and make this career change together. What do you think? 499-1033 or Starfish. Let's see what Ruben's got to say. Ruben, how you doing this morning? All right, all right. Look, I live every Saturday morning living that night. I miss you to go. Don't do much fishing no more, but I catch a lot of them laying here in his bed listening to you. <laughs> so, if you think you can make it, go to it. Well, what do you think? I think you ought to go. I mean, uh, you know, outside this old hard rock and stuff like that, a singer seems like he got a, a long life. It's so <laughs> relaxing to see a man up there singing. So he'd have to, he'd have to be really satisfied. Well, you're right. I see these guys like Clint Black and... You know, all these guys up there on stage, Garth Brooks and all that kind of stuff, they're living a good life. They're living a good life. You make it, you make it. Well, thanks for that vote of confidence. All right. Thank you, my friend. Good luck to you. Thank you. All righty, there's another one, man. Hey, I may be out of here, man. This may be our last show. Let's see what Roger's got to say in Walker. Roger, how you doing this morning? Morning, Don. How you doing? Good. Hey, I hate to bust your bubble, but I think you need to keep your morning job there. Really? Yeah. You know, you sound okay and all, but Nashville's a tough market. Yeah, but you I think... Got your, you got, kind of got your roots here in Louisiana. I think you need to stay here. Yeah, but we haven't had a, a real 
big time guy come from Louisiana. Maybe I could be the first one. You know, I've never been one to do what the other guy does. I've always gone into uncharted waters, so to speak. Yeah. Hey, if you like to live adventurous, that, that might be the way to go. <laughs> think it might be a little rough seas out there, huh? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, Roger. Where are you headed? Uh, I'm headed to North Pass this morning. Oh, good luck to you. My you heard any news from there? Uh, we just talked to Ron. He said fishing's been excellent down there. Great. Well, I hope we have a good day. All right, buddy. Thank you, sir. All right, look, hey, before, I, I, Rick, I make you hold on. We got to keep on going. We got people now wanting me to go. Emil on 0753. Here was Emil's comment. Remember, we're going back in time here. This is 1994. Faced with a decision of a music career or a radio talk show. Pretty good. I'm just torn between this, these two decisions, this career decision I've got to make. Yeah, it's a, it's a decision. I tell you, I was on my way home from work, and uh, I was listening to that. I, I got one question I want to ask you. Sure. Uh, who put that recording out originally? Jimmy Buffett. Uh, let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you don't have much confidence in me there? Uh, well, I think you do a better job as a as a outdoors uh, person on the radio. Uh-huh. Uh, don't give up your day job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what you're saying is leave the singing to Jimmy Buffett, and I'll take care of the fishing reports. You huh? got it. Okay, you, Emil. You make a fine fishing reporter. <laughs> thanks for the, <laughs> thanks for that vote of confidence. Enjoy man. your show, there, Don. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that was a negative one. But how about Marie? I want to see what Marie said back in 1994. What was Marie? Marie was at 0748, and uh, she was giving some advice. I was asking for it, and they weren't holding back. Here's Marie. She said, but I get up every Saturday morning and don't have to just listen to you and see what you have to say. And last Saturday, I heard you say you were going to do, maybe do this today, uh-huh. I definitely had to crawl out of bed just to see what you were going to make up your mind to do. <laughs> well, I haven't decided and I yet. Forward, and I look forward to see where all the fish are biting and so forth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, But you can understand my point. The opportunity oh, yeah, to maybe sure. go to Nashville is big time, right? Oh, yeah, but... You don't think I can make it either, do you? Oh, I'm not saying that, but I think you're better off where you are. Well... The grass is always greener, they say, you know? They think. They think, yeah. Yeah, well, it turns out if you jump the fence, it's not. Well, I'm going to give it some more thought, but I want to thank you for your suggestion. You're really going to make your mind today? I'm going to make my mind up before I go off the air, yeah. Okay. Okay, Marie. If you do go, good luck. Thank you. All right, we still have to hear from Jimmy Teaser. You remember Teaser. And uh, Jim, Paul, Renee, and then finally the decision. But we're talking with Rick Gattardi. He dropped over today. And, Rick, you've been a pretty long-time listener. Since uh, 1992, I think, Don. It's whenever, um, I think that's how I met you. 1992. Remember that the, was back in the early days. Remember the OTB Roadshow? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking about this this morning, Don. I still have people, when I say, you know, you ever heard my friend Don Dubuque, and they say, yeah, I, I listened to him on Thursday nights. I'm like, that was 25 years ago. <laughs> Wasn't quite that long ago, but it was at least, uh, I'm going to say, 12. It, it went away in 05. So we're 19, yeah, 14 years ago. They must have been listening to the reruns. <laughs> you know, uh, when I think about you in the radio show, a couple things come to mind. One was that turkey call-in on that Saturday morning when our buddy killed that turkey. It was that fall season. It was the fall season. It was the first one ever in Louisiana. And I was joining you guys on Sunday because of this radio show. And one of our buddies nailed that bird right at daybreak. Tell that story. It was a great story. Well, um... 
years ago, there was a fall season that they tried out at the Pison Ridge uh, Wildlife Management Area. And, um, you know, Don and I's history of turkey hunting goes way back there, too. Um, that's one thing that we definitely share, we have in common. But um, another friend of ours, CJ, guy that used to work for me, and he's become a good friend, um, we went to Pison Ridge and scouted on Friday, the day before the opening. And uh, we came up and we found the spot. We found exactly where we wanted to go. There was sign. So the next morning we get up early and uh, we go out to that location and there's three trucks parked right there where we were going to go. So so we waited about a little bit after daylight and suddenly they just left. We walked down in there and I literally never even made it to where I was going to sit and I heard uh, CJ shoot. And it was early enough that we actually got on the first two hours of the show, and uh, you uh, interviewed CJ. And then I can't remember, Don. Did we did we all get turkeys that year out there? Not in peace on I don't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a fun that time. Was great. And the other is your grandson Seth. You know, he won the Youth Hunter of the Year. And by the way, I'm, I'm announcing this for the first time. My grandnephew, Drew Dubuque, won the Fish of the Year Award for Louisiana Outdoor Writers for that striped bass. So he'll be accepting that award in a couple of weeks up in, uh, in, in Morgan City at the con- conference. And Seth made the appearance. He won the Hunter of the Year Award. Tell that story, you and him hunting together on that turkey. Well, um, first thing I wanted to before I do that, I want to mention to everybody that Seth uh, joined the service. He's uh, getting through basic up at Fort Sill, and I want to wish him good luck. Uh, he'll be graduating basic uh, middle August, so that's a road trip for us. But um, Seth, uh, Seth, Seth's been my hunting buddy for well since he was old enough to really walk around the woods, and um, he but he he never he never hunted turkeys with me. Um, so this particular morning back in 2017, or might have been 16, I don't remember now, but. Uh, we went up there the night before, and the weather was horrible, up to our camp up around Bogalusa. And um, we scouted. We saw some birds, but nothing. We, there was nothing, you know, we weren't hunting them. So the next morning we got up, and it broke clear. And uh, couldn't get the boy out of bed. <laughs> Could not get him out of bed. I mean, I was ready to go. It was breaking daylight already. Finally, I said, I'm going back to bed if you don't get out of bed because it was a youth hunt weekend. I couldn't hunt. So I uh, finally he, he rolled out and we went over to the spot. It's Don knows the spot I'm talking about. It's uh, kind of our honey hole over uh, where we hunt. And uh, there were several turkeys, several turkeys gobbling that morning, and he picked one. And we walked up in there into this field, sat in some short pines, I started calling, the uh, bird was answering me. In fact, I thought maybe there was two of them. And we had one decoy out, about 20 yards in front of Seth. And uh, I couldn't believe it, but a hen flew down next to the decoy. So I'm thinking to myself, this could be really good or this could be really bad. (laughs) Turned out it was pretty good. She wasn't bothered by the foam, by her foam friend. And uh, that gobbler walked right up on there, and uh, I was sitting behind Seth, and he was arms up, waited, and I whispered to him, let him have it. He shot, 
bird. We got the bird with one shot, and uh, you know that's pretty much the story. We, and we said a little prayer and took the bird out and got the pictures. I think we called you that morning too. Did did sure did. My memories of your show. I mean, I got to mention this guy's name because he's an old friend of ours. I don't think either one of us talked to him in a while. It was Larry Roussel. Yeah. Larry met me and you at those OTB road shows. And he was, um, he was instrumental in, in putting a lot of food on the table for those shows later on. Him and Pete, Pete Javinko. I don't know if you mentioned right. him or not. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's one of my fond memories of those, those days. And, of course, you and I have had a lot of memories hunting and fishing together. The family trips we used to go on uh, with Captain Dave down there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was all fun. <laughs> Well, Larry Larry is the one responsible for the name of my website because Larry, he was working in a plant, and a lot of the plants up and down the Mississippi River, they they listen to the radio show. They can't watch TV, but they pipe the radio show through. So uh, one of his friends... Uh, he told one of his friends, uh, look, uh, it's 5 o'clock. we got to turn the radio on. The guy says, why? He says, you know, Don, that outdoors guy's coming on. And there it was. That's the name, Don the Outdoors Guy. You know, So that yeah. became the name of my website. And I owe that to Larry Russo. We need to catch up with yeah, Larry. We yeah, we do. I know he's got a, a little catering business over there uh, around Letcher. So I'm sure he's not too hard to find. Yeah, you can yeah, invite us over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely enjoy any cooking Larry does. Uh, Rick, we got to take a break. Thanks for coming over and sharing those stories with us. Really appreciate it. I'll be with you, buddy. Oh, we hope so. All right. Thank you, Rick. Rick Gattardi. All right, we come back after this. We're going to get to the, the final and get some more comments from uh, Jimmy, Tisa, Jim, Paul, and Renee. Uh, you're going to love these. These are the people called up back in 1994 trying to help me make a decision. Should I stay in radio, which obviously I did, or do I go to Nashville for a singing career? We're back with that right after this. 30-year anniversary from Bayou Adventures in Lacombe, where you listen to more outdoors. All right, Cherie's been with us since 5 a.m. this morning, celebrating 30 years on the radio in uh, Bayou Adventures in Lacombe. Got free breakfast, going to be here for a little while if you want to stop on by. Cherie, let's catch up on our text messages coming in, 870-870. So you're looking for feedback relative to the stunt you pulled Oh, so we got some modern-day comments, Yes, we actually do. And so um, David Hubble tells us that he's glad that you stuck with the outdoor show versus the other career. Your vocal stylings are much better suited for it, <laughs> although it might come in handy subduing the beady-eyed bird during turkey ah. season. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell you. I love this audience. Yeah, and then we got a congrats on your 30th. Looking forward to 30 more from Ziphead. Ziphead, okay. I'm not familiar with Ziphead, but maybe you could tell us more. All right, if you want to send us a text, it's 87870. We're having trouble getting to all of them, but we'll try our best. Uh, by the way, we're we going to continue to listen to some of the reaction from the callers back on that show. Uh, in 1994 is when this was originally recorded. Uh, you're hearing some numbers and phone numbers that are no longer in existence, but these people's comments uh, will live on. Let's hear what Jimmy had to say. And, again, to refresh your memory, if you're just tuning in, uh, I was an April Fool trick. I had pretended I was going to leave and go to Nashville, get out of radio, become a recording star, played a song I recorded called Margaritaville, which was terrible. But some people didn't quite get that it was an April Fool joke, but some did. You decide which was which. Here's 0750. This is Jimmy with his comment. Leave it. But if you do, can I have your job? 
You want this job? Do you really want? Did you hear my answer machine recording? Well, if you don't make a career move, can I make one too? Absolutely. You know, I tell I, you. I mean, I work in all requirements, so I have to be there five days a week, six days a week. So uh, I'd rather have a job like yours, work Saturday morning, Monday evening, stuff like that. Well, I tell you what, put your application in, send it to that address I just gave you, and you'll be number one for consideration. If I go, what do you think? You think I should go? <clears throat> well, uh, I would rather see you stay. It gives me something to do on Saturday morning when I'm not working. I can get up and listen to you talk on the radio. Tell me about fishing, tell me about hunting, tell me what's going on, you know, in the final frontier, maybe over in Lafayette area. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather see you stay. Well, uh, well what about... what about? You can good, I'll give you that. I mean, it sounds good. But uh, if you want, I mean, they can go to Mustang Salads if you want to, if you want to. Mustang Salads, yeah, I never thought about that. That's another whole thing, personal appearances. Exactly. And, yeah. Well. But stay here so we can, you know, I know you go to Southern Sporting Goods occasionally, at least once a year. I was there this past, uh, what was it, September when you were there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, hey, do stuff like that. You can sing for, I don't know, go to Venice and sing, uh, maybe over to Southern Sporting Goods and sing. Well, uh, let me ask you this, Jimmy, would you like me to just sing on the show every week? Uh, no. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Didn't think so. Jimmy, uh, take care of yourself, buddy, and uh, send your application in. All right, Don, thank you. Good show. <laughs> thank Good you, man. Show. All right. All right, that was Jimmy. Let's hear from Tisa now. Tisa's at 0743, and uh, she had some pretty keen comments. She put a lot of thought into her comments. Here's Tisa from Amy's. Cut my heel, had to cruise on back home. You know, the more I hear it, the more I like it. But there's booze in the blender. Oh, yeah. That's great to wake up to. That frozen concoction that helps me hang on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, he's got it. Wasting away again in margarita bill. Oh, yeah. Searching for my lost shaker of salt. Oh, yeah? Okay, Robbie well, that's just one person's opinion. We'll go to another caller. <laughs> to think I've wasted all of these years, 10 years, fooling with these slimy old fish and getting out there with dealing with TV personalities. Oh, man, what a mess. Let's see what Tisa thinks. Good morning, Tisa. How's things at Amy? Oh, things are beautiful here. How well, are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm just a little torn between this decision I've got to make. It's a very important decision in my life, and I'm relying on you listeners to give me a little bit of advice. Well, we've been listening to you for a couple of years on Saturday mornings, and we really like you. But if you do decide to go to Nashville, maybe you can get in touch with Roseanne, and y'all can sing at some of those baseball games. <laughs> so you mean the national anthem type deal? Right. Do a gig with Roseanne. Huh? Y'all kind of sound a little bit alike. Me and Roseanne, yeah. I mean, I love your show, but I hate to hurt people's feelings deliberately, but you do not have a singing voice. Oh, well, you really are depressing me now, Tisa. You Mark, really are. Johnny said he's cutting donuts, and that voice killed the yeast in his donuts this morning. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a shame. <laughs> oh, it made the baby cry even. He Gee. said, the, he said the, the bread's already flopped over here and all. So he said, you know, keep your job, which you have right now. You're doing a great job at it. Well, don't try to soften the, the harsh <laughs> words. Just say what you feel, you know. But uh, if you go to Nashville, you want to come over here for a couple of weeks and learn how to cut donuts. You're going to need to do something to make a little extra money up there. <laughs> Tisa, you're brutally honest. Thanks for the call. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. All righty, there's another one that wants to, you know, right when you get built up and you think you're going you're gonna to be able to make this and go this thing, then somebody like that.
Yeah, that was Tisa. Then we had Jim. And Jim, uh, he might have been the most cynical or most facetious of the callers. Back in 1994, this was a, a spoof. It was a, a hoax where I was torn between going to uh, Nashville to become a recording star or stay in radio. Here's what Jim thought. Jim You're boating this morning. Jim, how you doing this morning? What's that, boy? Well, what you think? Well, I tell you, the uh, you know, any time that there's a career uh, move in the works, there's a lot of decisions to make. And, and I was just thinking, you know, nobody listens to your show. Uh, nobody watches your TV program and nobody reads your articles. I think you ought to go for it. I'm glad. There we go. We finally got one. That's the kind of way I've been feeling about this yeah, thing. Right. You know, it's lonely out there with nobody listening. Maybe you and Paul Rossi and four or five other people. Ronnie Wayne, our producer, he listens. John Brett, he has to listen. I make him listen. He's back there working our telephones this morning. Yeah, I was just sitting here uh, making some decisions on my own. The uh, I Can you know, say? I've probably got potential as being a bus driver. You know, maybe I could drive your tour bus. Uh, I know Rossi's on hold. It's possible he could be your stage manager. He could sell out his store. Uh, no telling where this will have to go. Hey, that's a good idea. I didn't realize I was going to need all those people, but you're right. Yeah, Yeah, sure. And what, what, maybe June can even help us some kind of way, huh? Uh, the song woke her up. I can't tell if she's crying out of happiness or sadness, but she's in here wiping tears. <laughs> the uh, I'll, I'll have to discuss that with her. Well, I'm sure she's broken up because I'll probably, now that you've told me that, is, you know, it's a good chance I will be leaving, and maybe that's what's going on. The other thing you may want to consider, uh, can you whistle or maybe hum or something like that? Uh, I haven't ever tried, but I probably could. Yeah, maybe we could start there. Uh-huh. And work up from there. Huh? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, build on that potential you have. Well, listen, I'm glad you, you, you gave me that, that little vote of confidence, and, and I'm going to take that into heavy consideration when I make my decision. Yeah, Thank see you, Jim. if Rossi wants that stage manager's job. We're going we're gonna to get to him in just a minute. Talk to you later. Okay, Jim. Thank you. All right, as promised, let's hear from Paul. This was Paul Rossi. He, he was one of our few reporters, bass fishermen. Pretty good at it, too. Paul Rossi lived in Prairieville, I believe. Rossi. Paul, you want to talk fishing or you want to talk singing? Well, Don, I'm really excited about my new job. What's your new job? Well, I'm going to be your stage manager. Oh, I didn't know you were going to take it. Jim yeah. and I were going to offer it to oh, you. I, I hadn't thought about it. I was kind of hoping for the bus driver job, but I guess Jim probably is a better bus driver than I am. So well, I'll he, sell for the stage manager's job. Well, he's got seniority on you by about 20 minutes. So I, you, I understand. You, That's okay. Maybe one day we can work you into that bus driver position. I'm ready to go, man. You think we can do it big time, huh? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. You're going to give up all that Bassmaster t- tournament trail, jumping around oh, all that yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah, huh? yeah. I don't blame you. It yeah. gets long. Out there, right. Probably. I'm just riding the bus. Yeah, we'll all get ready. Ride the bus, right. I got two questions. Okay. We got to get a name, okay? I, I, I got just, a name. You know what? Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's got to have a Billy Ray or a Jim Bob or a Tom Ed in it. You got a point there. Yeah, we'll have to work on it. Maybe we'll hold a contest, you know, and let people send in the best name and then we'll give some kind of prize or something. Okay. Like. Now we got to get you a half stylist. You got to have one of those dudes that come down in the back. You talking about a ponytail? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's okay. the well, thing. I don't know if I like that idea. Well, you got to have one of those with a cowboy hat. Ah, okay. Now, that with a cowboy hat, can it be attached to the hat? Oh, no, no. It's got to be the real be, stuff. Oh, real. Okay, okay. got to be the real stuff. Well, I'll get started on that. I'll start growing now. I'm going to start it growing. And maybe in about four or five years, I'll have it where I got a ponytail. Well, I'm ready. I just... All right. Well, I'm glad you're with me. i got two guys on my side anyway. But Let uh... me know. The Lone Oak Grocery will go up for sale. Mm-hmm. Man, we leave. Well, I'm going to make a decision before we go off the air. But before we do all that, let's get a couple. All right. That was Paul. It looks like the momentum was building to make the move. Let's talk to Renee. Renee uh, was also another guy that was all for it. 
We talked to him at 0747. That's Rene Larivier. And Rene did some work with me on the show before. He was also a sporting goods store owner. Here, let's listen to Rene. Hey, look, you may be just the kind of guy I'm looking for. Would you be willing to sell Southern Sporting Goods and get on the bus with us? I've already scrapped my fishing report for this morning. I'm figuring out how to sell out, and I figured out what I can help you with, and it sure help me. I think I could be a good personal bodyguard for you. Well, you know, uh, Southern Sporting Goods, you could sell it and get on there with us, you know, and get get out all that retail store oh, business. Yeah, and I tell you what, Don, you're going to need somebody to keep all them screaming women off of you, and I'll be glad to take care of it. I you. never thought of that, and I think you'd be just a guy that could maybe handle that for yeah, us. Yeah, well, I tell you, I'll get to wear fancy clothes, stay up late at night. It'd be great. Yeah, and, and you know, no more listening to fishermen's lies and all that kind of thing. See, there's some of those women, they're trying to get through on the phone. The phone lines are unbelievable. They jammed this morning, can't get a call in edgewise. Well, I tell you what, I, don't be discouraged. I think you're on the right track, son. You're right. Why mess around with the most smelly fish? Yeah, you know, you get your hands all full of that, and you got to get out in the cold and duck hunt and all that kind oh, of stuff, man. man. Yeah, that's terrible. I don't know, you know, what's uh, why it took so long for me to realize that I had this hidden talent, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I tell you what, you impressed me this morning. You really did. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to have another one on my side. Renee, anything to talk about fish? All right. That was Renee. And we're going to take a break here. And we come back. Uh, we're going to tell you how that show wrapped up and ended. And we're getting close to the wrap-up of this one. We've been celebrating 30 years of the outdoor show. Bayou Adventures in Lacombe is the location. we still got time maybe for a text message. 870-870. We're back right after this. Well, Cherie, we, we heard from both sides on that show back in 1994. There were some people who thought I had a really good, legitimate chance and it would be the best thing for my career. Then we had some people that just, you know, shut me down. And I don't know whether it was because they really didn't think I had the talent or it was selfish on their part because they didn't want to lose an outdoor show. What do you think? Um, I think to the first part of that comment, you had some really nice listeners, and then you had some really honest listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's how it ended up. We're going to go to the wrap-up. This show was in 1994. Uh, it was one that won awards for its uh, humor and its originality, and uh, I was real proud of it. It was one of the funniest ones and the most fun I ever had doing these shows. So here it is, just the wrap-up at 0742 of our show from uh, around Easter. It was uh, April 2nd, 1994. All of the tourists covered with oil. Strumming my six string on my front porch swing. Smell of the shrimp and beginning to boil. Oh, what a voice, huh? What a voice. Robert Goulet. Wasting away again. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Buffett gets wind of this. He'll be shaking in his boots, believe me. Well, folks, it's about that time to make the big decision and, uh, I know this is probably going to disappoint a lot of my closest friends. Uh, you just heard Renee and Paul and Jim say that, you know, they were ready to go. They would sell their businesses, leave. That's how much faith they had in me. But I was just notified by my uh, producer that the agent that I was discussing this matter with just called. And uh, he's left me. He's run off with the Judds. He, he's nowhere to be found. And he's kind of left me high and dry. So it looks like, folks, you're going to be stuck with me here. Yes, I'm staying here and we will be continuing the outdoor show. And as one of the callers said, uh, you never know, you know, about these things. You'd be wondering maybe for the rest of your life, could you have really made it? Well, maybe I'll never know. But for now, back to the slimy fish, the long hours, and the aggravating tape machine. 
And uh, we'll be with you again next Saturday morning. So what I would like to tell you is Dave Diaz, fly fisherman extraordinaire, will be with us. We're going to be talking about saltwater fly fishing, doing a little on-the-job training. He's got some classes and a trip he's put together. And if you're interested in getting started in it, well, tune in next Saturday morning. Dave will tell you how to do it and where to go. And In fact, he'll take you there and sign you up for that trip if you're interested. We'll give you all the details on that. Of course, we'll run down our outdoor calendar as usual. We'll have uh, our regular fishing reports from all our field reporters. And also, hey, don't forget about changing that time tomorrow night. Move your clock one hour forward uh, you want to be on time for the outdoor show next week and yes we'll have a little more fun just like this week congratulations to marie stevens marie is the winner of our strand super tough fishing line team fishing cap we'll be sending that out to you next week marie thank you for calling thanks to all of you who called and uh, participated in our program this morning uh, those of you who said yes you should go with the vote of confidence and even those that said nah you you sound terrible. But uh, anyway, we're, we're going to be going on with the outdoor show, and I guess that is really what, what we do best here. And what you do best is help us present it, listen to it, and hope you'll do that again next week. Reminding you, our sponsors, Anheuser-Busch, makers of Budweiser, Bud Light and Bud Dry, and proud to be your Bud. Louisiana Woods and Mount Waters Magazine. Call them at 800-256-1563. I win Dixie, the low-price leader. And Bell South Mobility provides our free cellular call-ins for listeners who dial starfish and yes no nashville for this boy we'll see you right here next week 5 to 6 30 for the outdoor show and that was a wrap-up from 1994 we've been celebrating and uh, taking a, a walk down memory lane a lot of folks coming in here and talking about their favorite memories and listening to us as far back as 30 years ago uh, got another text in from uh, a recent listener josh goins uh, who is with the Flyway Federation, and he's got a congratulations on 30 years from the Federation. Look forward to breaking some more records in the future. What he's talking about was we had a record-breaking on-air live stream audience on one of the shows that we did with the Flyway Federation, and we'll be talking to them a lot more in the upcoming weeks, uh, talking about a possible alteration of the migrating pattern for waterfowl. True, we got some more texts in here. We got a couple of late ones in here, huh? Yes, um, great show this morning, Don. Glad you didn't head to Nashville in 94. <laughs> keep up the great work, and we'll keep listening. Congrats on 30 with only three missed shows. That's an amazing accomplishment from Chris Riley in Fairhope. Fairhope, Alabama, one of our listeners there. Thank you so much, Chris. We appreciate it. Thanks to everybody who either came out or texted or called in today. It's been an awful lot of fun. Brought back a lot of memories over the last 30 years. Thanks to you for coming out here and giving us a hand, and thanks to Janice Lamont, our photographer. Boy, we got a lot of pictures to go through, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I know. On the mat that we had folks sign as they came in, I only saved one spot for a picture. Going to be a tough job to pick the right one. Well, you, you picked up right where you left off. You didn't miss a beat. You're doing great, and I, I guess we'll hear from you again when we go up to our Cajun Invasion of South Dakota. We'll be broadcasting and up from Draper, uh, South Dakota, this coming uh, fall in November, right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, you'll get me two Saturdays in a row on that one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Two for one. All right. Uh, also, I want to thank Dean Galatis, brought in uh, Latte. What a beautiful dog. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I love the German short hair pointers. Yeah, and Moses. <laughs> what a great name for a dog, Moses. Huh? The older he gets, the more it fits, I guess. Huh? That's how that works. All right, I want to tell you a little programming note about next week's show. Now, next week's show is going to be from Soldotna, Alaska. We're going to be doing our Cajun invasion, and uh, Chris LeCock, who's here 
with the Bayou Wild TV show, and co-host Martha Spencer will be jumping on the plane. Uh, in fact, we had Ray Fisher and his crowd. They're probably listening to us on the way to the airport. They're leaving today. We'll meet them Wednesday when we arrive. Uh, we'll be fishing for salmon, lingcod, uh, halibut. Martha's got a heart set on a big halibut. Hope we can get it for her. And we'll bring you back some of that footage. And we'll be broadcasting this show live from the Gone Fishing Lodge, as we've done in the past. Look forward to seeing Ralph and Tammy Crystal and Dick Bowen and all the people up there at the Gone Fishing Lodge, as we've been doing for the last 14 years. And if you're interested in going with us on these Cajun invasions and being part of the program like you've been doing on the South Dakota trip, uh, just go to my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. We have a special flyer for the, the November Cajun Invasion to South Dakota. But if you hit the fishing button, the drop down will show you Cajun Invasion to Alaska. It's got all the details on it. And the thing that is so nice about that trip, and I think it makes it so attractive that for 14 years we've had more and more people going, is it's the whole deal. It's turnkey. You pay your money and everything's done. Your airfare is covered. Your, your flight is booked. Uh, you got a rental car waiting on you. you got accommodations at the lodge. And all of your trips with professional guides are planned, all the equipment, the gear that you need. When you come back to the lodge, they got the boys in the, in the warehouse cutting your fish, putting them in the freezer, packaging them up to put on the plane, and you head home with probably nearly the value of what you paid for the trip in fish. Halibut goes uh, last year was about $28 a pound. Same thing on the lingcod, and there's a, the salmon is in that range, too. So it's a lot of fun, and we'll be broadcasting, telling you a whole lot more about it from Alaska. we got to get up even earlier up there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know. We're going to air at 2 o'clock, Alaska time, Whoa. to be on for 5 here. Right, that's it. All right, that voice you hear singing, that is a good voice. That is Reed Alleman, uh, who recorded the song that I wrote called Cocodry. It's our outgoing theme, and... For the last 30 years, Louisiana Saturday night's been our opening theme, and we'll play it again next week on The Outdoor Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.